Hey there, everybody. Maybe all of my six followers. Hey, it's uh, time for another Random Thoughts from a Therapist podcast. Good thing it's called random because they uh, are somewhat random. Seems like politics keeps showing up in my random thoughts. But today I want to look at money. Um, We've made some records in the United States this week, and they're impressive. Hope you didn't catch that as sarcasm, but you'll find out soon enough. Because I wanted to start out in a big way. I want to come out and say, you know, in my views of looking at alternatives and third options and getting away from black and white and all and nothing thinking and finding something that's different than right, wrong, good, bad, all, nothing. Here comes an alternative view again. So let's get started in these random thoughts. But here we go. The U.S. has made history, everybody, in two places. We've raised $1.6 billion in three months for the world's biggest lotto ever. I said the world's biggest lotto. How about that? Powerball's kicking butt. Oh, it hadn't quite happened yet. It's uh, coming tomorrow. And then, if that's not honorable enough, look at this one. We've got four days to go before the 2022 midterm elections, and we have already spent, as a country, $16.7 billion more than any time in U.S. history. Look at that. We're dreamers, aren't we? We can get stuff done. Get together, unite, go for a cause, help somebody, and make some money, it seems. Yeah, hashtag snark. I was reading an article in the USA Today, or online, an article that was saying it was USA Today. It was dated today, November 4th, 2022, and it says this, one in six Americans are behind their utility bills currently. That's before the winter season kicks in. Now that's a big leap. Like, I went from 1.6 billion lotto in... August, September, three three months that was generated. And in the midterms, four days before they actually happened, the U.S. has already topped its entire U.S. history in spending on elections, midterm elections, um, ever. And uh, now I'm talking about utility bills. That is a leap. Definitely this is an alternative view podcast, I'll tell you that. They both, in the billions category... And then it was one in six Americans, you know, in the few hundred dollars a month category. It is money in both. One in six Americans, they can't even pay their utility bills. And this is before the winter season, the higher utility bill season starts. So it looks like, how are we going to take care of our own people? We've got elections covered. We've got the lotto covered. We've made world and U.S. history records for events that haven't happened, happened yet. And then there's these... People who, well, can't pay their utility bills. Oh, and this is not a brand new topic, and it is happening right now. It has been happening for virtually as long as we've had utility bills, I think. I don't know. Our own people we are trying to figure out how to take care of? Yeah, it's a question. Our? Yeah, I said our, because, you know, we are in the United States of America, and we say Americans like we're the only America, but that's a different podcast. The United States of America, Americans anyway, it is us. 
There may be focus issues or distracting things, though, that you know keeps us from attending to those more in need or more like more in desperation. Those one in six, they uh, are not getting the attention, say, from, I don't know, lotto generating world records and midterm election generating U.S. records. That's bigger news. Oh, I'm clearly a much faster way to he- help. Hmm. What is distracting us, honestly, is, well, I haven't quite figured it out, but there's these retired people, there's these impoverished or poor people, there's these disabled folks, and, and they live on fixed incomes. Now, they can't pay their utility bills currently, and the bill hadn't gone up just yet. Look, it could be worse, right? I mean, let's sit back and let's think about this for a minute. The news could indeed be worse. Well, I don't mean the news. It's plenty worse, I guess. But what I mean is what the news is saying about those unaffordable utility bills. And they didn't seem to be talking about those unaffordable utility bills. They seem to be talking about those one in six Americans who can't pay them currently and who aren't ready for the winter because can't pay them now. The best part, sarcasm, many of these retired and disabled folks are under less pressure, according to that article, less pressure, oh, that is good news, of the assistance they get. That's why they have less pressure, because they get assistance. I'm going to talk about that assistance in a minute. Um, But the article is wonderfully articulating that it's still not enough, and I'll quote it, but it's not enough. So, they have less pressure, how special, and It's the assistance they get that's creating that less pressure. It gets more special. Oh, and here's the highlight of the moment. It's still not enough. Did you know that many, many, many young, that's one group, old, that's another group, disabled, another group, and retired, another group. Notice the broad scope of people there. They receive quote-unquote assistance that amounts to about 13K a year. Now, I have first-hand knowledge of this, but I also work in social services, mental health, and in private practice. Community mental health and private practice, but enough of my random thoughts from a therapist. Selfish little plug, I guess. But listen, there's a lot of information I have that talks about 13K a year as those people getting assistance. Now let's get back to those utility bills. If your water, sewer, and trash bill, usually that's one of them, is like conservatively at 115 a month. Now imagine that's water, sewer, and trash. So for your water to come in and water to go out and get your trash picked up once a week, you're at 115 a month. I'm not saying it's a bad deal. I'm talking about those people that are on fixed incomes. I'm in a different position. Many of you listening are too. Many of you listening aren't. I don't know how many there are listening, though. Back to this. Now let's get to the electric bill. I didn't talk about gas. If you don't have gas, okay. If you do, it's a whole different math equation. But let's assume there's an electric access fee. Now that's interesting. I see that on my bill. I don't... I still haven't really figured that one out. But if, with the access fee on there, now we could take it off and make it cheaper, but can't do that in my case. I can afford it. But it's conservatively about 110 a month, and that's for a tiny home. That's before winter. So 
if you got 115 on water and trash, and you got 110 on electric, and that's before the bad news comes with the winter bills, what are those income fixed people going to do to live? And they're living on 1100 a month at best. If their utility bills doubled, and they often do and will in the winter, and sometimes even more than that, how does a person living on about $1,100 a month pay like 50% of their income assistance to heat and water only? Let's add, say, a conservative cell phone bill at $50 a month, and that'd be a great deal, but you'd have no data, there'd be no hotspots, so there's no internet. It's like 55 is your big deal. I realize people want to now talk about something like those free phones. It's an emergency 911 access phone. It's not like they get to call everybody for fun. So don't get too excited about those freebies. But I'm still not done. We're looking at utilities. Now we've added cell phone. We're talking about people who live on... Let's keep going with some minimums. There's no internet. Now let's assume you don't need it. That's a joke, by the way, that you don't need it in this country. Uh, Try going to school, for example. Try... Well, doing much of anything without internet. And if you can't afford the cell phone, maybe you can't. Maybe you can. TV, eh, I don't think people need or even have to have TV. But let's add other things like more necessary items. Food, clothing, car, maybe. Surely they won't need a car, question mark. Come on. And gas for the car and then insurance for the car. We didn't include clothing costs. We didn't include even toilet paper so far. They're pretty important for those fixed income people, those disabled folks, those retired folks, those one in six Americans who can't afford their current utility bills. Most of these fixed income and retired folks, by the way, that are disabled um, income fixed folks, disabled and retired, they also have medical bills. It kind of goes with the territory of being um, more in the older category of life and also being in the disabled category, the status that is associated with this fixed income statement about those one in six people that can't afford their current utility bill, but they're going to have medical bills, right? And a low estimate for those who have coverage, assuming the disabled and the med- and the retired folks have coverage, they might and probably do. But let's say that that coverage is great, they might have $12 a month on the very, very, very low side. People on Medicare, fixed income and retired, can have thousands of dollars a year out of pocket for their health care. But, let's look at adding that in, they can't make it. I didn't even put in rent. I didn't put in anything related to, I don't know, dish detergent, laundry detergent. I realize that people might be thinking, here we go with a progressive or a liberal or whatever. This is not a red or a blue discussion. It's not a Democrat or Republican one. I'm pretty sure people would like it to be. But in this third view, already red or blue is a problem because, well, it's black or white, right? It's red or blue. It's right or wrong. But let's forget the red or blue for a minute and cover it all for a second. If we were to look at this topic about people who can't afford their utility bills, retired, fixed income, disabled folks, forget about Biden. That's one color. Trump, that's another color. Clinton, Bush, Bush, Reagan, Carter, Ford, Nixon. I don't know. I'm in Missouri at the moment. Let's go back to good old Harry Truman, the man from Missouri. 
This quote-unquote public health crisis, as the article in the USA Today mentioned it in talking about these one in six folks who can't afford their current utility bill, isn't new at all. And it's certainly not a red or blue issue. If it were, I think somebody in that list would have gotten to it and all that help they're giving us. Now, since before the Depression and long after the Great New Deal, I know I've spoken irreverently of many of the revered, revered ones, this stuff has been going on where poor, disabled, elderly, and retired folks with fixed incomes can't make ends meet. And what will Americans do to help other Americans? I mean those United States ones. Oh, sure, there's that next election thing. We got 16.7 billion there. That's been a record. And then there's that lotto thing, 1.6 billion in three months. We're spending this money for what? Imagine we can figure out what to do to help those other people, but we spend 16.7 help a few richer people take, keep, or lose their offices. That isn't all that's going on because, hey, we can send those people that need help, need, need, quote unquote. Um, to, you know, those helping nonprofits or those churches or those social service agencies. They'll help, right? That's why these people are still in the news not able to pay their bills because the help is really helping. Besides, those people with all that fixed income money are just going to go drive all around and find where the help is. They'll just walk or run right in because, you know, they're retired and they're disabled and they have all this extra money with all that assistance that isn't helping because the news keeps talking about the same old stuff. I know it's too idealistic. This third option is unrealistic. Idealism is only that when people believe something like taking care of other people without money, those people that don't have the money, people without abilities and people retired without any greater ability to make more money is impossible. So idealism is that what we call things when we say it's impossible. We do this with words like sensitive, unrealistic, not grounded, too passionate, lighten up. They're all fancy words for the idea that caretaking those in need is impossible. And maybe our beliefs are the issue impossibility. Maybe they're just not open enough. Maybe. I don't know. Let's look at some good news. There's some junk about us folks, too. Men are on the moon. Now they're past Mars and Pluto. There's new planets being discovered and found. They just recently moved an asteroid in space with a rocket. We have robot cops. Gun-toting, bomb-toting, nail-dropping drones. These drones can follow football players and baseball players and runners and swimmers like you and I were swimming and running right beside them. Pretty cool, you know? In our blue light HDT, ultra H, super blah blah TVs. We can get items online from China to home in just a few days. We have video conferences. Remember when that wasn't a thing? Wireless printing, hell, that was amazing. Automatic eyeglass to sunglass transitional lenses. That's pretty cool. We can get millions two or three times now in about an eight or nine month period to the Ukraine country, country across the ocean. We can get millions over there to stop, you know, the big bad guys 
and so far has prevented something. I'm not sure what, but we can do that in months. There's football stadiums and arenas all over the place, and many are getting bigger and newer. I hear in the newest infrastructure bills that we're about to get all these up-the-river shipping ports. There's no pun intended up that I almost wanted to, but, you know, up the river without a paddle. Hey, we're going to get these shipping ports so that we can bring more goods to and from. It's going to help all of us that are further in from, you know, those seaside ports. That way we don't have that backlog of shipping containers sitting there because I guess that was about the pandemic. Healthcare took a hit there. We got new highways and new bridges. We got pipelines across continents and under oceans. There's trash trucks. I saw one today that can vacuum leaves and electric buses. Hydro water-based postal trucks. Postal, I should probably change that to post office automobiles. Hell, there's even credit scores for all of us here that go back for years. They know our prior jobs. They know our prior addresses. They know prior cars better than we do. We have a metaverse mega churches and smart cars. We have colleges that are bigger than cities and towns that are and, and then we have towns that are smaller than some high schools. Look at this possibility again. The world's biggest lotto. Three months. $1.6 billion. And in 24 months, assuming the midterms is a two-year cycle. The greatest amount ever spent on that election. Election that hadn't happened. A lot of that hadn't happened. $16.7 billion there. stuff done you know I can't resist those political folks they're really working hard for the people 16.7 billion shows it right the people are really working hard for the people too at 1.6 billion that shows it too Wonder who's going to get more done pumping all this money into helping those in need, right? Like most of them are doing for many, many years. Before we get too hopeful here in our boldness, and moving from this idealism to possibilities concept and the random thoughts from a therapist, third view, alternative perspective thing, let's look at some other real limiting issues of our time. We can't figure out how to vote, ballot debates, and re-re-re-redistricting laws. Some elections are or were a hoax, and that's still going on. Those are in the courts, have been for two years at least, and now they're going on for more years. Our tax code is 77,000 pages. Talked about that before. Nobody can figure out why some pay, some don't, some will, some won't. And nobody knows why we need 80,000 more IRS employees to collect what is rightfully due, Uncle Sam. I said rightfully due. 77,000 pages, 80,000 more IRS employees to get what done? (sighs) I can't leave this out. Cover your ears, little ones. Women, they have these old and then new laws, and then they have these newer and then these older laws that keep coming up for them. I don't know, since the 70s maybe, even before, that tell them what they can do and cannot be done with their uteruses and their vaginas. I wonder how many times if you could do a 
PDF conversion of all the legal documents that have been written about women's rights and their, um, what is the word, reproductive rights is the current term or the ongoing term or abortion rights or whatever the rights are, the right to life, the pro-life, I pro whatever. Be cool to just see how many times it comes up that women's uteruses or women's health care is in the law. Women in particular. Now, they're telling these people what they can do with their vaginas, their uteruses. Never mind letting them and their doctors decide. But wait, there's even better news. We can let the states decide because that worked before. Question mark? Women and doctors deciding what women and doctors decide to do with their bodies. For some reason that's foreign. I don't know, but I don't think there's been any real news, almost never ever, on Supreme Courts and how men can and cannot use their penises or their reproductive rights or their health with their gonads. Heck, penises are virtually non-statutorily regulated. Not sure any have been sent and resent and resent and resent to all these courts to make it to the Supreme Court more than one time ever. Maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. Would certainly make the news if it did happen that way. Yeah, you probably know if you've been following my podcast, but health insurance, that's an impossibility too in our country. $16.7 billion for an election? Not going to the people, but for an election, we can do that. $1.6 billion for a lotto. By the way, these two records are for events that haven't even happened as of the publishing of this podcast. The night before that lotto thing, four days before that election thing, look how much money. We can't figure out health insurance. We can't figure out utility bills for disabled and fixed income retired people for utilities. Insurance premiums alone for those of us who can afford them might be about 400 a month and that's assuming there's no cost share from an employer. Self-employed, whatever, but these people here, they can afford that $400 a month. You know, if you use that health insurance, now this is supposedly good, you, like, in a very extreme, what they might call catastrophic thing, you're going to need 11 more thousand dollars in the bank to cover the non-covered cost of your good health insurance. Now, out of your pockets, you're going to need 11K, plus whatever your premiums were. That is only for the disaster. I'm not talking about whatever your co-pays are, your deductibles, your co-insurances, like anybody can figure that crap out. But hey, that's cool. Not many people have $12,000 just laying around. Okay, back to the 11. But you don't have $12,000 laying around in the bank for um, major medical co-insurance fees. Not many at all in the U.S. Even some very wealthy folks have an extra 12K laying around just in case they need it. That's like for the big day in the hospital when life preservation would be needed. It's worth 11 k right? Okay, but you still need to have the money. Number one reason for bankruptcy in the United States is medical bills. Number one reason in the United States for bankruptcy is medical bills. Oh, I want to talk about those poor utility bill folks too. But now, if that big health insured non-paid portion to you 12k is needed let's assume you can still keep the job that helps you pay the premiums while you get well oh shoot that's impossible too hey we could spend millions and millions billions and and this isn't the first time i've talked about the millions that have been spent on lawyers and prosecuting suing 
going after, investigating, litigating, writing up reports about one person. Not about those people on fixed incomes who can't get their utility bills paid, but we're talking millions. And that was years ago that I did that podcast for one of those reports. It's here we are four, four years later, maybe two years into the next administration. This guy gets more news hell than any of those fixed income or those poor folks or those retired or those disabled folks. And the money. You know, where the heroes are saving us from the bad guys. All over the U.S., different states and federal levels too. All that money. Millions. Millions. Good thing we left that lotto and that election fund break those records, right? Twenty-four months. We can dump sixteen point seven billion into a midterm that ain't happened yet. Three months we can raise one point six billion for a lotto for one person. Maybe fifty, whatever. Three months. But we can't afford to help the disabled the retired and the fixed income folks pay their utility bills. That's been going on for almost ever. Do you know why people play lottos in the first place? Research suggests that lottos are played not because people know they're going to win, but because there's a chance of winning. In essence, people buy lotto tickets because of hope. If you look at the voting process and the election process in America, there's more people buying lotto tickets than there are going to vote. Maybe there's no hope for most people who don't vote. At least with the lotto, you know somebody's going to win. That's predictable. The government made a promise. The people participated and the promise comes true. Funny how that works. The government makes a promise. They come through and the people continue to participate like they do in the lotto. What if we looked at the third option right there? Maybe if we could get the elected officials to raise money for the people who need it the way they raise money for themselves in getting elected and We could get people to go to the voting polls the way they go to the lotto. This whole thing could be fixed. That's an alternative view and a third option. A part of random thoughts from the therapist for the day.